So say, I got reverse power. Say, I got reverse power. And God will reverse that thing around. Now you ought to praise him right there for the power of a reversal. Come on, you ought to praise him right there for the power of reversal. Say, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. I've got it, I've got it. I've got it, I've got it. I've got the power of reversal. Can you hold it, Spirit? Can you hold it? Thank you, God, for your Come on, this place ought to be filled with a spirit of thanksgiving. I thank you, God, for the Holy Spirit. This is the month of thanksgiving, but we can thank him on this Sunday morning. I thank you, God, for the Holy Spirit. Come on, lift it loud. 
Try one more time. You may it's a good place to be blessed. It's time for us to honor God with our giving. Amen. Somebody. The word of God says it's more blessed to give than to receive. So please. Don't forget the word of the Lord. That's God's way of talking to you and me. And when it comes to your finances, the Bible made it very clear. If you will give, if you will serve the Lord, he said he will bless your bread and your water. Now, let that soak in. Do you want your bread to be blessed? Yes and amen. Do you want your water to be blessed? Yes and amen. So, obedience is what births blessings. So, I encourage you. Live the right race. Come into the kingdom of God. Serve the Lord. Find something to do in the kingdom of God. I don't care if you're going to be pushing the buggy or you're just going to be cleaning the ceiling. It doesn't matter what you do. Every service in the kingdom of God is unto God. And he said, behold, I come quickly. My reward is with me. To give to every person according to your work. So it's really up to you whether you want to be blessed or whether you want to stay in the right race and everybody's struggling, but you can fly like an eagle. How do you do it? It's very simple. Find something to do in the kingdom of God. Don't even wait on the pastor. Amen. Every man, every woman must work out their own soul salvation. All right? So you just need to ask yourself. Sometimes I have this kind of conversation in my own home. How much do you want to be blessed? And when they begin to share with me their dreams and vision, and then I will remind them how easy it is to be blessed in the kingdom of God. The bottom line is this. If you take care of God's business, 
He will take care of you. He will take care of your business. So it's up to you. Now don't expect him to take care of your business when you neglect his own business. Amen. It's not difficult to understand God. So really, your first move is on you. God's not going to force you to give. The devil will make sure you give because he will take something away. He will break down something. So, but God leaves the choice to you. It's up to you if you want to serve the Lord. It's up to you if you want to come to church this month. It's up to you if you're, going to, you're just going to sleep in. Say, not today, I don't feel right. I'm going to sleep. The next Sunday, I say, I'll sleep again. <laughs> and the next Sunday, I'll sleep even more. It's up to you. The kingdom of God will continue to move with or without you. So, but as for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. How about you? I said, how about you? Amen. Serving the Lord pays. That's why you see people singing. That's why you see people praying. That's why you see people jumping. That's why you see people taking care of the kids and cooking and cleaning. Serving the Lord pays. Now, our forefathers say after a while, but the Bible says in this life and in the life to come. So, dear God, we just need to have full gospel, the whole truth. Amen. All minds clear? Let me repeat what I started. It's time to give. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to give. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Thank you for your presence in this house. Thank you for all the people of God ready to be blessed. Father God, in the precious name of Jesus, we come into agreement with the word of God. We will remember the Lord who give us wealth. Lord, we remember you today and we thank you that wealth and riches are in our home. I speak plenty into light of every giver this morning. Thank you that you will give seed to the sower. I pray that you will increase us more and more. I pray, oh God, that you will give us a testimony that we can tell the whole world it was Jesus who made a way out of no way. It was Jesus who paid all of our bills. It was Jesus who supplied all of our needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for increase. We 
thank you, Lord, that this house shall be a house of plenty. We thank you, Lord, that this will be a place of more than enough. We pray, O oh God, for a running over anointing upon every giver, every sower this morning. It is so. In Jesus' name. And the church say, Amen. The ushers will come. The choir will minister. Let's walk in obedience. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. We are grateful to our music department. It's always a good thing to praise the Lord. I want to thank God for all of you for the work that you did during our October Fest. It was remarkable. Amen. Thank you so much for providing an alternative to Halloween. And we saw hundreds, over a thousand people showed up. That's, believe it or not, that's our largest gathering in terms of event every year. And we are very, very grateful. I always look forward to watch night service and this thing called October Fest because you see the house full. We are grateful to all of you, Sister Perkins and the rest of the team, everything you did to minister to God's people. We really appreciate that. Amen. I also want to mention one of our mothers in the in the Lord, Mother Claxton, has gone on to be with the Lord. Amen. Mama lived a very, 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 very long life. Amen. And we thank God for that. Her life is a testimony that if you will serve the Lord. One of the promises he made to you and me is to bless you and me with long life. He said, with long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. Amen. So we're going to let you know about the ongoing. It will be a time of celebration. Amen. If you have a dancing shoe, bring it. Amen. In Africa, we have two kinds of homegoing. There's one that we cry, and there's one that we don't cry. We eat, we celebrate, and dance all day. It's one of those occasions that we can celebrate because God has been good to us. Amen. I'm also grateful to those of you who were there to support uh, Brother Mike, Brother Terrence, at the ongoing of their, their daddy. Thank you for your prayers. Many of you showed up at that church, and I'm grateful that you represented Jesus in your church very well. Amen. And thanks to all of you for all the praise reports. Every time I get a report, it makes my heart rejoice. It's good to know people get sick and then the Lord healed them. It's the devil that afflicts us with sickness. But Jesus said he came that we may have life 
and have it abundantly. Amen. One brother told me he was diagnosed with prostate cancer and the Lord healed him. Amen. No cancer. That's Brother Bowie. Another brother called me. He said he had a transplant, a kidney transplant. And he said, Pastor, I am home. Hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Now you know why I'm so happy. The Lord is just healing people. And one, that was Brother Tippett. Israel Tippett. Another one called me and said, Pastor, I am going for hip replacement. Say the Lord is with you. And sure enough, he said everything went fine. Another person called me and said, I had to go for a knee replacement. Amen. And I said, Mama, let me pray with you before you leave. And bless God, I was still on the bus somewhere. And she called me. She said, I want you to hear my voice. He said, everything went fine. Amen. And she's back home now. See, so when we call him Jehovah Rohi, when we say he's Jehovah Rapha, we know from personal experience, testimonies after testimony. Amen. By the way, that was Mama Rose Johnson. And we are grateful. Every time you share what God is doing in your life, the reason why I mention is not to make your business public. Well, if you tell me it's public anyway. So, <laughs> but I want God's people to know that the Bible is not just a fairy tale. God's word works. Amen? Amen? If you work it, it will work for you. He said, grass may wither. Flowers may fade. But the word of God, that will stand forever. So thanks to all of you. Also, let me mention some of the activities that are coming up. God's willing, today I'm going to be traveling to another church just to bless them. Amen. You always pray that God will cover your pastor. Man of God will be on the moon all the time. It takes the prayer of the saints. I didn't say New Orleans Saint. I said the Saint. Amen. <laughs> also, this week on the 15th, 
That's this coming Wednesday. We are inviting all of the youth in the community to come together and worship with our youth. Amen. Praise the Lord. And then we invite guest choirs and guest speakers to minister to them. And I'm just going to sit down and enjoy myself in the Lord. I put all those young preachers to work. Jeremy and a bunch of them young folks. Destiny young too. Amen. So that's the privilege of being a senior citizen. I can, I can just sit back and enjoy the blessing of the Lord. I also love the idea of bringing young people together. Amen. We got to work with our young folks because not only are they church of today but they are church of tomorrow. See all of us I'm looking at you all now give and take maybe another hundred years we will all be gone. So we have to invest in these young people. So send your young star don't just keep them on the street. Let them come to the house of God. So the date is November 15. The time is 6 p.m. right here in this house of God. So you took them to Disney World. You took them to Seattle and all this other mess. Now bring them to the house of God. We can have fun right here. All minds clear? We want to celebrate all of our guests this morning. We are so thankful to all of you. I see some of the ministers here. Amen. We are grateful, grateful for your presence. Any other guests in the house? Let me see your hand. I just want to celebrate you. Praise the Lord. Amen. That is my meal. Amen. I got only one meal. It's still my meal. Ain't no shame in my game. That's it. Praise the Lord. We are so honored to have you in the house. Thank you so much. Any other guests in the house? Amen. Let's all stand up. Oh, I'm sorry I missed one. Yes, indeed. God bless you, man. Thank you for being here. And I tell you, you look good, sister. Amen. That's why the Lord blessed me, because I tell the truth. Let's all get up and say hello to one another. Love on all of our guests. Thank them for being in church. What a fellowship. What a joy to find.
want you to stand with me as we read the word of God. Thank you, Brother Doug. As our pastor and the superintendent of the AG, Assembly of God, for many years, he does not like for me to, to mention anything about him. But he's my friend. Amen. And what you see in that bag is a bunch of books about the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's what we're going to be talking about. We want this church to be a spirit-filled church. Amen. Ain't no shame in my game. Yes, sir. You shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I just don't want to be Baptist or, or Assembly of God. That's all right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But give me the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes, indeed. Open your Bible to the book of Isaiah. Chapter 43. Verse number 2. I want to call your attention to that one verse. The book is Isaiah, chapter 43, verse number 2. The Bible says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. That's all I want to talk about this morning. While you are still standing, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father and our God, we thank you. Thank you for the word of God. It helps us every day of our lives. Holy Spirit, I cannot explain it unless you let me. I pray for your anointing this morning. I pray for your super on my natural. I lift up everyone under the sound of my voice. Some are at home live streaming. Some will be hearing this on radio. Some will be watching on television. Some are catching on through the social media platforms. We thank you for so many avenues you've given this church to spread the word of God. Glorify yourself in this place. Do what no other man can do. Meet us where we are and bless every one of us. Use your servant mightily for the glory of God this morning. This is your church. These are your people. 
touch us in a very special way. You said it and we believe it. The harvest is plentiful. Laborers are few. Lord, I pray that you will send laborers into the vineyard. Let your people be touched in a special way. We'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled, Lord, Stand by me. Lord, stand by me. The purpose of this message is to encourage somebody to build you up in your Christian journey. So let me ask you to pay close attention. Let me also give you a quick background to this message. Every now and then, by permission of the Holy Spirit, I take all of you behind the scene and let you see what is cooking in my spirit. I was with the choir in a city called Las Vegas. No, don't fall out now. We were not there to gamble. We were not there to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Nobody was drinking. You knew I was watching. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm grateful to the choir for letting me come along. And bless God, it was a time of fellowship. It was a time of clean fun, sightseeing, a lot of education, and a lot of shopping. Mm -hmm. We saw shows, you know. Clean shows. Amen. You know they said what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, not with me. <laughs> That's why the Lord be blessing me. Because <laughs> I'll tell the truth. The whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help me God. One of those places we went is to see a show called American Got Talent. I say, okay, show me what you got. And bless God, we have to walk a long distance to get to the show. And I didn't mind because once they told me what we're going to see, I said, I'm with you. 
I was hurting, but I kept it to myself. And I was not going to let the ladies outshine me to tell the truth. And one of the places we have to go through is a walk, walkway that connects one building to the other. They, they were master in constructing their, their buildings over there. You can walk for miles. And one building is connected to the other and connected. And so we were walking and we ran across a black gentleman. And he had a guitar and an amplifier. He sat on it. He was a one-man band. So that caught my attention. Because I've always liked a one-man band. I used to lead choir. In Africa, I still have a choir, over 150 members. My wife and I just bought all of them brand new choir robes. Everyone. Amen. Amen. We thank God. But one thing I always bother me in big choir is that sometimes somebody won't show up. Sometimes somebody come late. So when technology develops that you can mix, you can play the bass and play the drum and and one equipment, I like being able to control my own situation. And this black gentleman, that's what he was doing. He was doing the playing, he was doing the singing, he was doing the, everything by himself. And bless God, I pay attention to what he was saying. And the song he was singing was titled, Stand By Me. Now you see where my subject came from. And bless God, the Holy Spirit spoke to me instantly. He said, teach on that subject. Now you see where the sermon came from. I also noticed one thing, ladies and gentlemen, that while we were walking, all of a sudden, all the choir members that were working with me, see, I strategically put myself at the back so I can keep an eye on them. You know? See? Amen. But all of a sudden, every one of them started to sing along with this black gentleman. Everybody knew the song except me. So you know I don't like to be left behind like that. So I went back to my hotel. And I got on Google. I found the song. I learned the song. I even learned the chord how to play it. And then I, I began to read my Bible. What does God have to say about stand by me? The songwriter in his own song, he said, when the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is only a light, you see, I won't be afraid as long as you stand by me. 
Then he goes on to say, if the sky should tumble and fall, if the mountain should crumble into the sea, he said, I still won't cry. I won't shed no tears as long as you stand by me. I say, I feel you, baby. So he end up saying, so darling, stand by me. And man, I was rocking all night. <laughs> Ain't no shame in my game. I said, whoa, this is all right. But since you can't trust human beings, you know, so I thank God for darling and, and all these fancy words you use for your loved ones. But today they will say Hosanna. Tomorrow they can say crucify. So I changed the word darling to the Lord to stand by me. So the first point I want to Mention is that no matter who you are, no matter where you go, at some point, you're going to need somebody to stand by you. I can close my book and go home. And second point I want to make to you is that to stand by somebody means to stay loyal to that person. To stay faithful to that person. And to be reliable in your support. I repeat, it's very important to have at least one person in your life to stand by you. To stand with you. To stand for you. Ladies and gentlemen, in times of trouble, you need somebody to stand by you. In times of affliction, in times of despair, in times of loneliness or struggle, when storms of life are raging, when the world is tossing you around, when you find yourself in the midst of tribulation, you need the Lord to stand by you. Am I right about it? When your strength begins to fail, when you find yourself in the midst of faults, in the midst of failure, you need the Lord to stand by you. My brothers, my sisters, when you begin to grow old and feeble, when life becomes a burden, you and I need the Lord to stand by us. 
I notice that people get that. But we often choose another human being to stand by us, to stand for us. Sometimes we choose a relative. Sometimes we choose a co-worker, a friend, or a spouse. But again, I repeat, there's a reason why God says, trust in the Lord. Because human beings will flip-flop on you. Today they will say, Hosanna. But tomorrow, they will cry, crucify him. So the best person to have by your side, ladies and gentlemen, is the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. amen. In times of storm, in times of trouble, in times of affliction, in times of despair, it takes Jesus to stand by you. I'm pleased to report that our God is loyal. The God whom we serve is faithful. Can I get a witness? The God that we serve is reliable. Notice I didn't say my house to stand by me. I'm blessed with a nice automobile. I saw in Las Vegas they didn't like my kind of car. There was Cadillac, Escalade, platform everywhere. I felt at home. <laughs> Amen. There's nothing wrong to be blessed. All of my help come from the Lord. In fact, I was I was just talking with my homeboy there, Brother Brown. I said, let me move up. I, I told him to find me a, a G-Wagon, Mercedes Benz. Mm. $168,000. Ain't no shame in my game. I have absolutely nothing to hide. That's Brother Brian there, he'll tell you. That's my pastor here. Edison, I say, you'll go to work. It's good to be blessed. But notice, I did not say my automobile to stand by me. I cannot count on material blessings to stand by me. I need the Lord to stand by me. Notice I did not even say my wife. Got mighty quiet now. I did not say your husband. I say the Lord. It's what we need to stand by us. 
Notice I did not say your bank account. I did not say your cash and bonds, your houses and land, your worldly possession. None of that can help you in time of trouble. That is why the book of Mark, chapter 8, verse 36 says, What shall it profit a man? If you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul. You cannot take your money with you. You cannot take your briefcase with you. You cannot take your business with you. You cannot take any relationship with you. I hear Job said, naked I came. And naked I shall return. You cannot take any company or any mansion, any degree, any accomplishment with you. You came naked, you go naked. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why I come to say I want the Lord to stand by me. In life, in death, I need the Lord to stand by me. I got to be honest with you, sometimes the road gets rough. Do I have a witness? Sometimes the going gets tough. Sometimes you get talk about. Sometimes people will lie on you. Maybe I'm just speaking for my own sake. That's why I need the Lord to stand by me. Today, I don't mind telling you the only reason why I can stand before you is because the Lord is standing by me. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If it has not been for the Lord who was on my side, I would have been swallowed up. I thank the Lord for standing by me. God has been loyal. God has been reliable. God has been faithful to me. How about you? I say, how about you? He brought me out of a mighty clay. Put my feet on a solid rock. Made a way out of no way. He put a song in my mouth. I was sick. He healed my body. Do I have a witness in the house? I was homeless. He became a shelter in time of storm. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, I was hungry. He fed me. Do I have a witness in the house? I was lonely. He became a friend 
that's still closer than a brother. Maybe you're here this morning and you're going through something. Maybe you're here this morning, you're dealing with some trials and some pain. Maybe you're here this morning under the sound of my voice. You're dealing with financial stress. You're dealing with marital struggle. People see you with a ring on your finger, but they have no clue what you're going through. Maybe you're in a relationship this morning and your relationship is struggling. And maybe you hear you're dealing with problems on your job. Yes, we all dressed up this morning, but maybe your health is in crisis. Maybe you're dealing with loneliness. I've been there. Loneliness is a major problem in America today. I was reading in my hotel room, over 70% of Americans are suffering from loneliness. We have more gadgets than we ever had before. We have all kinds of whistles and bells, all kinds of social media platforms. We're supposed to be more connected. But the truth be told, we are more disconnected. We're supposed to have more friends, you know. That's what all those social media platforms do. You get to have strangers for friends. We're supposed to have access, yet... We are lonely. Why is it? With all of our luxury, with all of our easy access, with things that we can do just by a press of button on our fingertip, and yet we are lonely, and yet we are empty. Folks committing suicide. Folks just walking out. You ask him to take the trash out, he never came back. I've been there. I know what it is to have money and still be lonely. I know what it is to have a good family and still be lonely. I've got the biggest crowd around here. And yet, lonely. I tell people, you see the glory, but you don't know my story. Some of you, you're dealing with that same problem right now. The good news is that God sent me to tell you, he will stand by you. You miss a good place to shout amen. God sent me to tell somebody he would never leave you. He would never forsake you. 
Lord, stand by me. Somebody here is single. You want to be with someone. Yes, you're smiling, but that smile is fake. You thought marriage would kill everything. But the truth be told, you can be married and still be lonely. You need the Lord to stand by you. There are many people who are married here and they feel neglected. Some feel abused even in their marriage. We all need the Lord to stand by us. Some of you are seniors right now. Your kids are gone. There's something we call empty nest. And sometimes it gets lonely. You need the Lord to stand by you. And some of you are survivors. Your loved one has, has gone on home. And sometimes it gets lonely. Now you're dealing with how do you cope with our brother Baba. The good news, ladies and gentlemen, you're not alone. When I was lonely, the Lord let me know you're not by yourself. David was lonely in the cave. Am I right about it? Joseph was lonely in prison. Am I right about it? Apostle Paul found himself in the backside of Arabia. He was lonely, isolated. Ladies and gentlemen, you remember the story of John on the island of Patmos. He was lonely. Even Jesus Christ, when he found himself on the cross, there was a period of loneliness. He cried out, Lord, why? Are you forsaking me? God allows us to go through some things. Did you hear what I said? I said God, I didn't say God did it. I said God allows to go through some things. Why would God do that? Sometimes God wants to isolate you so he can talk to you. I've been there. I used to have a lot of friends. But God allowed me to walk away from traditions of men and denominational stuff. He said, I miss my time with you. God will allow you to be alone for a while so he can communicate with you. Sometimes God will allow us to go through some things so he can check the real motive of your heart. So he can examine you. Are you going to be faithful? 
when the car is gone? Can God still count on you when your friends are few? Can God still depend on you, Job, when everything you're counting on is all gone? So God, we allow Job or people like you and me to go through so he can check the motive of your heart. Why do you sing in the choir? Why are you a preacher? And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, God will let you go through things so he can prepare you. Hallelujah. Do I have a witness in the house? So the question this morning, what do you do when you find yourself going through? What do you do when you're in the midst of a storm? What do you do when you find yourself lonely, surrounded by people, but yet you are lonely? Please permit me to give you what God gave me. Number one, you need to reach up. What did I say you need to do? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that means you got to have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your trouble. He will hear your faintest cry. And he will answer by and by. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you're going through anything right now, you need to spend time with God in prayers. You cannot be like everybody else because nobody knows like you know what you're dealing with. Reach up and talk to God about it. Are you still here? Another thing you need to do, ladies and gentlemen, is to reach in. Are you still here this morning? There comes a time when nobody understands what you're going through. And you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. Look yourself in the mirror and say, Self, we're going to make it. Even if we have to make it on broken pieces. But this too shall pass. You got to reach in. And speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. And say, Lord, stand by me. Yes, my friends are gone. But I need the Lord to stand by me. Yes, my job is taken from me. But Lord, I need you to stand by me. And also you need to reach out. I ask you to reach up. I ask you to reach in. And I ask you to reach out. You don't have to be alone. 
Find yourself a church home. Find yourself a community of believers. I like one ministry here. They call themselves seniors having fun. Find something to occupy your time. Don't let the devil isolate you in your home. The good news is that you got somebody that is standing for you. His name is Jesus. How do I know? The Bible said he promised never to leave you. Never to forsake you. Am I still in the book? In Psalms 46 verse 1, he said, God is our refuge. God is our strength. God will always be a very present help in time of trouble. In Psalms 20 verse 7, he says, some people trust in their Cadillac. Some people trust in their chariots, in their horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord. In the book of Proverbs chapter 18 verse 10, it said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. You, the righteous, you can run into it and you are saved. Today, somebody needs to cry unto the Lord and say, Lord, stand by me. Lord, support me. Lord, defend me. Lord, avenge my enemy. When you cannot speak for yourself, God will speak for you. When they lie on you, when they criticize you, you need to cry and say, Lord, stand by me. When folks are smiling in your face, but behind you they're trying to stab you, Lord, stand by me. Support me. Defend me. Stick by me. Bring me up. Lord, bring me out. Lord, bring me over. And if you will cry out today, all of heaven is standing by to help you. So when all hell are broken loose, Lord, stand by me. When I'm in trouble, Lord, stand by me. The book of Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 says, Fear not. I am with thee. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you the palm of my right hand. Notice the scripture I read to you earlier. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 2. It said, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, 
you will not be drowned. When you pass through the fire, God said, I will not let you burn. Remember, 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 I am your God. I am your Jehovah Jireh. I am your Jehovah Nisi. I am your Jehovah Shalom. I am your Jehovah Tiskunu. I am your Jehovah Rohi. I am your Jehovah El Shaddai. Lord, stand by me. What is his name? Somebody shout Jesus. What is his name? Who can heal your body? Who can save your soul? Who can bring you out? He said, I will stand by you. I don't know about you. I've had to fight many battles. On my job, even in my ministry, even in my family life, the road is not always smooth. But I thank God he stands by me. No Pharaoh, no Jezebel, no demon can overpower you when the law is standing by you. Do I have a witness in the house? Open your mouth and shout, Lord, stand by me. Say like you mean it, Lord, stand by me. Defend me. Protect me. Stick with me. And if you believe it with all your heart, God will make a way out of no way. Amen. When you cannot count on people, you can depend on God. I'm going to ask every one of you to stand. And I want to pray with somebody this morning. You got to be honest with the Holy Spirit. Part of the problem is that we become too churchy. And we miss an hour of blessing. Jesus came to Jerusalem and he wept over it. He said they missed the hour of their visitation. If you're going through anything, if you're dealing with any mountain, if you're facing any challenge, big or small, you believe in God for your children. You believe in God for your job. You believe in God for your health. You believe in God for your breakthrough. You are the one that God sent me to. To tell you the Lord will stand by you. Find your way to the altar. I want to pray with you. Hallelujah. Lord, stand by me. I don't know how I'm going to make it. But if you stand by me, I know everything will be all right. I cried unto the Lord. He heard my cry. I wasn't always right. I'm still under construction. But I trust him with my life. I say, if you stand by me, I know everything will be all right. Is there somebody else? 
right where you are at your home, stand up, stand up. You say, Pastor, you're preaching to me. Stand up and be counted. Stand by my children. Stand by my grandchildren. I need the Lord to help me with my health. I need the Lord to bail me out of trouble. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord, the Lord, I wish I could tell you I was always right. I wish I could tell you I'm always holy. But I'll be lying to you. But the Lord will look beyond your fault and stand by you. Hold somebody's hand next to you. Let's believe God together today. Thank you, choir. The Lord used you all to give me a sermon. I've never been to Las Vegas in my life. I never dreamed of being at Las Vegas. I never thought I would run into a man singing at the walkway. But God is faithful. I'm grateful to you, choir, for the opportunity. I pray this morning in the name that is above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Every mountain will be made low in your life. Every valley will be exalted in your life. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare victory in that situation. Victory over your circumstance. Victory over your condition. Everything the devil meant for evil, God will turn it around for you. To do. The Lord said, Tell my people, I'm going to stand by you. I will be a friend that's still closer than a brother. I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. The Lord God will stand by you. The Lord God will stand by your children. The Lord God will stand by your vision. The Lord God will protect your health. The Lord God will defend you. In the name of Jesus. I hear the Lord say, if you decree a thing, it shall be established. Today I decree and declare peace in the midst of every storm. I pray for you, you pray for me. In the name of Jesus, we shall overcome. In the name of Jesus, our body is healed. In the name of Jesus, that dream will come to pass. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe and you will receive them. This is a day of recovery. This is a year of recovery. This is a season of your breakthrough. Lord, I need you to stand by us. Make every crooked way straight in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the healing that is taking place right now. I thank you for the healing that is taking place right now. I thank you for the miracles that is taking place right now. I thank you for the anointing that is flowing freely 
unhindered without any interruption in this house. Have your way in our life. I cover you with the blood of Jesus. It shall be well with you. It shall be well with your home. It shall be well with your health. It shall be well with you on your job. It shall be well with your children. It shall be well with your grandchildren. Lord, I thank you for standing by us. It is so. In Jesus' name. Open your mouth, shout amen. 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 Give God your loudest amen. God bless you. Thank you for being in the house of God today. Thank you, choir, for the opportunity you gave me. I will never forget. I'm grateful. If you are here today, you're looking for a church home. A place where you can worship, serve the Lord, and give your best for the glory of God. I can assure you this is a place. This is a good ground. You will never regret your decision. So after the benediction, will you please come and see the pastor? I'll be, I'll be standing here right with my lovely wife. All minds clear. Pastor, will you please come and do a benediction before we go? Hallelujah. Awesome word, awesome word, awesome word. Come on one more time. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Lift your hands toward heaven. Father, every hand lifted unto you, we plead the blood of Jesus over us. We thank you, Father God, no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. I speak the blessing of God over you and your household in Jesus' name. Come on, clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you.